up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Judge Your Boy Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing? Steve, doing well. Inching closer here to the regular season. Probably one of the bigger draft weekends coming up here. Um, it's in the last full week of August. Probably, you know, another big one there. We have a couple drafts coming up here at the end uh, or at the beginning of September. So next two weekends, I think, are probably the biggest weekends. So it's uh, important to get some mocks going. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting times, um, which is why we decided this week that we would do kind of our trial run for our uh, our main league that we reference all the time, our, uh, our former kind of work league. People are starting to scatter a little bit, but um, it's our old work league. Well, do you want to cover the, uh, the point scoring format and the rosters and all that jazz? Yeah, fairly simple. Half point PPR, 12 teams, uh, six point touchdown two-point interception there for the quarterbacks. Um, everything else is fairly simple. Kickers, defense, uh, and then we have one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, tight end, and then two flexes, one running back receiver, one receiver tight end, and uh, then I think it's, what, six or seven bench spots? Six, yeah. Pretty standard half-point PPR league here. Yeah, indeed. Um, so you're drafting out of the six. Um, I'm drafting out of the nine. Um, and it'll be a fun one. I think this is like, you know, this is the time where we kind of throw out the play around with stuff idea and just try to do yeah. a realistic draft. Try to do what we would, what we would do. Um, and we don't have our spots selected. Um, we've been toying with the idea of, you know, maybe somehow getting something earlier in the summer that will generate either draft picks, um, or, or like an order. It's actually, um, talking to a league mate of ours, Tom this weekend and he has two dogs and we were talking about trying to think of a way to do it and said you know line up 12 toys and let them go one by one <laughs> grabbing a toy and then each one being designated to a person they're just yeah. trying to think of some creative ways as to just pulling out of a hat yeah you always have the uh uh what's there's a website for it um 100 yard dash or something and it just, yeah, I saw it that should, one. Yeah, it's just a dash. Always got like the Royal Rumble stuff. Yeah, Royal Rumble's got that's a good one. It's be pretty early on, but that I mean, I've seen um, people do yeah NASCAR races, horse racing. Yeah, uh, I like the idea of doing that, but that isn't like the order. That is like your selection spot. Yeah, so, like, you get the you pick, know, if yeah. you win, you get first choice as to what pick throughout the whole order you want. Yeah, yeah. The only because, one like I've seen. Uh, like the Royal Rumble that you do, just like you play it on like No Mercy or some like old yeah. whatever, and then and like, just randomize. Yeah, you know, like 10, the first person people. out, you're like in twelve, and then it's like eleven, ten, like I don't. Know. But I don't yeah. know because there's like obviously character attributes, right? Yeah, like, and your if you top person is going to outperform. Yeah, if you out- randomize, everyone it, like gets it, everyone picks a number, and then yeah. you don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, very true. Very true. But yeah, there's tons of ways out there. If anybody has any interesting ways that they do it, you know, definitely go ahead and tweet at us here or open for I options here for I guess probably next year at this point but definitely <laughs> love to hear about the different ways that people are looking to do uh to set up the draft order yeah 100 percent um now will before we begin our draft I have some breaking news for you oh are you on the clock I am on the clock yeah um here we go so we were talking before I'm in three slow best ball drafts right now um, you're a crazy man yeah, I didn't. I didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> um, so this team, 
I'm drafting out of the three. I got uh half point PPR. It's two running back, three wide receiver, and a flex. Everything else is standard stuff. Um, Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, Mike Williams, and Gabe Davis. Um, it's been pretty wide receiver heavy since you're starting three wide receivers, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. So we're looking uh, top running backs. We got David Montgomery, Elijah Mitchell, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Top wide receivers we're looking at Deonta, Juju, Bateman, Michael Thomas, Metcalf, Godwin, Amon Ross St. Brown, Mooney, tight end, Waller, Kittle, Schultz, Hawkinson, quarterback, uh, Lamar, Kyler, Hertz, Lance, Burrow, Wilson. Um, and who did you say you have already in this league? I am sitting with Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, and then Mike Williams and Gabe Davis. Okay, so would you have... Pick did you pick? Did you have three, you said? Yeah, three. And is it super flexed? It's not, no. Taylor just somehow sneaked down to you there. Yeah, he just got to me at three. Um Chase wow. went super early. Gotcha. That yeah, it was McCaffrey then. Chase, yeah. Yeah, pretty interesting. Um yeah, it's so, a good start. yeah, I think so. Um I'd like to add a third wide receiver, but I like Elijah Mitchell here, so I am adding Elijah Mitchell. You, you, you like the upside there over David Montgomery? Yeah, I do. Although he is like the injury stuff with him is it's really starting to worry me. Yeah. Um but you know the you know running backs are going to dry up, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I could wait and grab like a Kareem Hunt. Like would I rather have a Kareem Hunt in the next round? Kareem Hunt and Juju or Deonta or Bateman or Elijah Mitchell and Mooney, Lazard, Ayuk. I think I'd rather have Mitchell personally. Yeah, I think it's one, probably Montgomery or um, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. And then what What receivers did you say were there? Deonta, Juju, Bateman, Michael Thomas, Metcalf, Godwin. And this is a turn or is it the back of a turn? Uh, it's the back of a turn. Gotcha. So you got a while. I yeah, I mean, like a Bateman would be cool. But yeah, I mean, I think Montgomery or Mitchell makes the most sense. Just overall value wise. And- I think. I'm gonna you go said you start Montgomery. three running backs, right? Yeah, I th- nah, well with a flex, two running backs and a flex. Gotcha. Um, I think I'm going to do Montgomery. I'm I am I'm getting more worried about the Elijah Mitchell injury stuff. So I'm going to plug that in right now. There Boom, go. done. Locked Pick is made. Uh, we have an opportunity for another one to pop up. Um, while we're here, I am four picks away. So all right. We will see. Um, but to get ours started here, Will, um, again, you are in the sixth spot. Um, I am in the ninth spot. Half-point PPR, two running back, two wide receiver, uh, two flex. One flex is wide receiver tight end. One flex is a wide receiver running back. Um, everything else is pretty standard. Um, and yeah, kick mock is kicking off in one second here. There it goes. So Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook in the two spot. Uh, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey down there at the 104, and Derrick Henry at the 105. Yeah, and, and you're going to have, you know, especially at a home league like this, <clears throat> people that have different preferences. So you may have people that are a little scared of Christian McCaffrey, let's say, or really like Cook, really like Cooper Cup. So home league like this, you, you know, I wouldn't ex- you know, be surprised to see it a little, little, you know, not as chalk as some of the mock drafts have been. Looking here, uh, for me, I think it's a pretty easy two-horse race. It's it's Eckler if I'm going running back, um, and it's Jefferson if I'm going receiver. Jamar Chase is good as well, but I think Jefferson, probably a bigger target share there. 
and you know he's done it for longer. I think he has a really good chance to step up and be the wide receiver one. Um, Chase us as well, obviously, but I trust Jefferson a little more in that. So it comes down to the two of them and then just kind of anticipating maybe what I can get in the next round. Um, so usually I would go running back in the first round here, but I kind of want to test out what the team looks like here with a receiver. And I think it's close enough that it's something that I could would possibly do here on the clock. I don't think it's locked and loaded. I'd say maybe 60-40 Eckler something like that, maybe a little closer, but because it's our last mock draft here, you know, and, and usually I go running back early. I want to see what if I go Jefferson early here, you know, would definitely lean me toward the running back position here in the next two rounds. Um, Cause I do want to come away with usually two, at least one, but usually two in the first three rounds. Cause I think there is kind of a dead zone that comes up there in what rounds five to seven ish, four to six. What would you say that RB dead zone is? It really, uh, listening to different podcasts, it really depends on who you talk to. Um, I, I think the fancy footballers consider it like four or five. Um, JJ Zacharyzen says historically it's actually like three and a half through five. Gotcha. Uh, or three and a half through the end of four or something. To that mm-hmm. degree. But yeah, at the end of the day, somewhere between three and a half and the end of the fifth round, maybe sixth. Yeah. I mean, I think ADP right now is Brees Hall 35, ETN 36, Akers 37, Montgomery 41. And that's where you kind of get into the Dobbins, Elijah Mitchell, AJ Dillon. So I think you're looking at probably the first three rounds. Um, so I, I, I just think there's... Yeah, Eckler could be RB1, but I think there's a better chance Justin Jefferson is at RB1, and, and I still like some of those second-round running backs. So going to go Jefferson here, and we'll see how the team turns out um, after Jefferson, Eckler, and then Najee Harris. I really do not like drafting uh, on this kind of like back-end spot because I just – Mixon seems so boring of a pick. Um but it, it also feels like it's too early for Swift. Camara, you could probably justify at this point. He's not in the first yet, but by the time you know you're doing your drafts, you know, people are probably been grabbing him as first. Uh it seems early for Aaron Jones. I don't like going wide receiver early, but if I'm if I'm thinking a real draft, I think I, I might grab Jamar Chase here. Um, wow, both of us got receiver in the first round. Yeah, that would I, shock the league if we uh, if we did do if, that. Everyone's everyone's it assuming would. it's going to be so running back heavy. It would. I don't know and if I have a, I see, go ahead. I'm just going to see if I have a picture of last year's drafts. I feel like it's usually pretty running back dominant. Yeah, it is. And I did a mock today, and purposely put myself. It might have been like the six or the seven, um, and did this same thing. Um, Drafted Jamar Chase first. I wanted to see what happened. And it ended up being uh, Russ, Barkley, A.J. Dillon, uh, Jamar, Mike Evans, Dalton Schultz, Mike Williams, Kadarius Tony as my starting lineup. Um, and I got Chase Edmonds and Daryl Henderson down there as, as running back depth. So I kind of liked what I did. Um, so I'm going to have to play around with that more. But I- So I got, I got it up here, Steve. Um, without looking, how many running backs went in the first round last year? Uh, I'm going to say nine. Ten. Ah, the first the first nine picks were running back. Wow. And then you got Chubb at 11, 
Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, one on either side of you. Ah, see, I was figuring a quarterback would go. Normally we have, you know, someone. Yeah, I think it was Tommy. good. Um, our buddy Tommy went quarterback in the third round, but that's 3-9. So, yeah, you know, okay. didn't have any super early. Um, but, yeah, running backs usually go hot and heavy. So I think that would definitely be a shocker if, if we're top nine picks and both of us go receiver. Yeah. People would be like, wait, what did I miss? Did we change some rules are here? <laughs> For so. real. And as much like I, I'm looking. You know, we we hear it. We both listen to the ballers, and they they all agree. Like if they're going to do a zero RB, it would be Jamar Chase and Diggs. So I'm mm. wondering if I could do that. But I think if we were in a draft, I would draft Joe Mixon. So that's what I'm going to do. I yeah, don't think do, what actually, you, do what you're going to do there. Yeah. I mean, especially if if it's close, and you probably would lean that way. Um, yeah, decent turn there for you. Yeah. So Chase goes, Debo goes, Devonte Adams. That closes out the first. I know Debo. It's early, right? I don't think I've ever seen him in the first round, at least to date. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I did yeah. get him in one of my best league, leagues, so. though, because I, I never draft him. So I'm like, you know what? Not I'm going to do it. <laughs> I assume it wasn't in the first round, though. No, it was in second. Um, gotcha. It was like the two, three or something like that. Um, to start the second, Stefan Diggs, Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey. That sucks. I would have liked Aaron Jones, um, but I like where I'm at. Like I'm looking at Swift and Kamara and debating which one I like more. Um, Camaro's young with super high upside. I think, you know, me, you, and a lot of other people like him this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but a team that could split some back, um, some running back work with Jamal Williams going in there and, and, you know, probably not a great team overall. Camara, historically mm-hmm. great, not sharing the backfield with anyone, a team that should be better than the Lions. Um, but, you know, he's been around for a little while. He is starting to get older. Um, so I think. I think I lean the excitement of Swift. I'll take the young guy who I think has a better opportunity to end up in like a top five situation than Kamara. Um, Getting that hard knocks boost. Yeah, maybe. I haven't watched it, but but maybe. I mean, I've always been a fan of Swift this year. I've actually come down a little bit probably since hard knocks. Um, Or maybe just, you know, overall fear of uh, the Lions in general. But uh I think this is what I would do. So that that's what I'm uh, I'm locking in. Mr. Swift there gets myself mixing and Swift, two good running backs. Saquon and Camara go right after me, so you do not have to make the uh Camara decision. What you looking at? Yeah, it makes it a little more difficult though because I mean, at least the two of them were the top RBs, I think, you know, the the RB tier kind of drops off here into that third tier of RBs. Um so it comes down to do I want to grab an RB? And, and if I'm going here, I'm looking for kind of an upside guy like Javonta Williams. Or do I want to go with kind of like the best available? And it's probably CD Lamb here. Um, it's tough, right? If I go CD Lamb, I'm you know almost locking in a, a um, zero RB type of approach, which is interesting. And you know, if I go Javonta Williams, it's a little bit harder that way, right? And and then especially after CD, you know, I think when I'm looking ahead, probably looking at the possibility of Zeke in the next round. And I don't know that I'd want to double up on CD Lamb and Zeke, even though they're probably going to be the primary pass catchers there. But I think in this case, in a real draft, I, I would feel like I'd need to get a running back here. Um, and, and, you know, while I do like Nick Chubb, I've got him in Dynasty League, not someone that I want to have as my feature back i think just i don't think the team's going to be very good with Cooper set at the helm you know for the first 11 weeks so i'm going to go grab javante williams because i don't think there's really much chance he gets back to me here so we'll lock in javante 
Nick Chubb goes next, CD Lamb, Leonard Fournette, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans. At the end of the second round, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Cam Akers, AJ Brown, and DJ Moore. So worked out in my favor from a running back perspective, especially with Zeke still on the board here. Uh, interesting though that Mark Andrews there at the end of the second. I think we've seen him rising from you know middle to beginning of the third to now kind of working his way into the second. Um, you know where do you think you would take Mark Andrews at this point? Right there, probably. Right there. Yeah, if I was going to go tight end early, I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee that I would. Um, yeah, I mean, it's those two. I think. Yeah, but uh, like if Kelsey I was or, Pitt or Andrews, if I was team two and I could pull off a you know Dalvin Cook, you know CMC. Jonathan Taylor, like whoever you're getting at that one, two, yeah. uh, or that two, and then doing Mark Andrews and then coming back and getting Zeke. So Zeke Andrews, CMC, like I'd be happy with that. Um, yeah, solid. I mean, you're obviously looking at, you know, pretty limited receiver core, not getting it to the fourth, but when you have that positional advantage with Andrews and, and already uh, having two stud backs, probably, you know, two backs that are better than most people's pairings. You probably have a few people in the middle there, but yeah. And that's maybe I looked at double op. So maybe I'd look and see if Cortland Sutton gets to me or Brent <clears> Cooks <throat> at the wide receiver position, something like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, he, what he's doing could work out too. If you can grab like AJ Dillon um, in the back of the fourth, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with him there to answer your question. Yeah. So back here, if I'm looking at available players, um, if Kyle Pitts is the top tight end, all of our quarterbacks still here on the board. Uh, receivers, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton. And running backs, we've got giant James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. So this is where kind of that fall off starts to happen and, and why I'm <clears throat> you know happy to see Zeke still here. Um, as I mentioned, you know, I, I do believe had I gone CD Lamb, it, it, I would still have a good chance of staring down Zeke here. And, and it just, as we talked about, not huge on James Conner. So I don't know that I want to bank on him as my top running back um, and, you know, double down on that Dallas offense. So happy that I do have Jonathan Williams on the team here. And it's going to be Zeke here for me to be able to get Justin Jefferson as well as two running backs that I'm happy to be starting. Uh, as, as opposed to some of these guys that are a little more, you know, you're filling in as your RB2. Two guys that I think have a chance, very good chance to be in that top 12. Um, and I think there's, you know, Zeke, I think probably has top five potential, maybe not a one overall. Dante Williams, if, if he gets the job, I think he absolutely has number one overall, but you know, should be able to get enough work to be in the top 12. So pretty happy to be able to lock in Zeke and Dante Williams after going receiver early. After him uh, goes Josh Allen, our first quarterback, and T. Higgins. Okay, so that uh, that's a shame because T. Higgins would have been on my radar, which is not somebody I typically look at. Um, so looking at uh, just top of the board for everyone, James Conner, Michael Pittman, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Etienne, Mike Williams, John T. Johnson. Like, I'm not – there's somebody I like, and I'm going to jump a little bit to get him. Um, Connor, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't mind him here as a third running back. Like that's a, a flex spot of James Connor sounds pretty good. Um, but I want to be mindful and, and try to strike a balance with the team. Um, I like Michael Pittman this, Pittman this year, like a lot of people, but he's just come up too far for me. I don't want him as my one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather him be a two. Um, 
I'm thinking now. Because Mike Williams is the guy I want. Like, if we're just spelling it all out there, Mike Williams is the guy I want. Now, thinking through ADP and, like, you not being there, I could grab a Pittman and then get Mike Williams maybe on the back. Or get James Conner, maybe get Michael William, Mike Williams coming back. But I don't know. I want to roll the dice on it. So I think I'm just going to grab him. I'm comfortable with him as my wide receiver one. I'm more comfortable with him than Pittman, I think. Just given the excitement around the overall offense and the quarterback and the team, Matt Ryan's good, but he's not Justin Herbert anymore. So we're going to lock in Mike Williams. We'll see what gets back to me. Interesting. James Conner goes, Terry McLaurin, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, Justin Herbert, Jalen Waddle. So Pittman is still there. Hmm. How about that? That is interesting. Um, I would have considered Brees Hall or ETN here as like, I'll take an upside shot at wire or running back. Um, now I'm staring down Pittman, Kyle Pitts, maybe even jumping for Sutton. I like Sutton a lot this year. Do I like him more than Michael Pittman? Maybe, but he's more of a gamble. Cause it might not be, you know, it might be Jerry Judy's the guy and, and Cortland Sutton's good, but not like a wide receiver one or, or top two. Um, so I, I think I will, you know, I just talked up Pittman. I like him better as my two in the fourth round than I do my one in the third. So I, I'll, I'll lock him in there. He fell to me. Um, I, I would take that in the, uh, in our draft. So I'll take it here. Deontay Johnson goes and Kyle Pitts goes so that uh, you avoid that temptation there. Yeah, that was very tempting. He was one of the three guys I was highly considering. Um, but him on the bull off the board, Michael Pittman, he took that temptation away as well. So it narrows it down to someone you also mentioned there with Cortland Sutton. Um, Dave Montgomery's interesting, uh, but I, uh, I have two running backs already. I think the upside of, of Cortland Sutton is is more important to the makeup of my team right now um, than you know, kind of the safety of, of David Montgomery as a third running back. Definitely would be really you know, happy to have him as a third back, but don't think I can pass up Cortland Sutton here. I think he's one of the last few guys here that really has a chance to be a wide receiver one. I think you're probably looking maybe as a wide receiver two, but I think we've seen in the past. I mean, Russell Wilson almost always has one wide receiver one. Now who knows if that's Judy Sutton, or maybe it's a combination and this year he has two wide receiver twos and, and not a one, but happy to get him here. Cause I think he's going to have boom weeks playing there with Russell Wilson and a pretty good offense. And, as I know, I mentioned earlier with you know, Zeke and CD Lamb, uh, this is one that I think I'd be a little more okay with um, with Javante Williams and Cortland Sutton. You know, given that I've already got uh, two running backs and, and Justin Jefferson at the receiver position here, you know, I'm, I'm looking at got two running, two solid running backs in Jefferson. So Sutton's going to be the pick here for me, and then you know, gives me some flexibility here in the fifth round to go, you know, best available there. Probably not going to be looking tight end, um, you know, with those top guys off the board. We'll see. Maybe if Kittle or Waller are there, it could be tempting. But in all likelihood, I'm going to be looking back again at that wide receiver running back position. So we're going to lock in Cortland Sutton here. After Sutton goes Antonio Gibson, Gabriel Davis, Pat Mahomes. So our second quarterback off the board, David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins. At the end of the fourth, beginning of the fifth, we have Brandon Cooks, Alan Robinson, DK Metcalf, Jerry Judy, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, Real so quick looking, here, Will, just to, yeah. to jump in as a, a quick 
30 second thing. Um, I think everyone's starting to chip away at my dislike for Alan Robinson and I'm starting to come around a little bit. <laughs> Coming it's, around on him. It's hard to listen to so many positive takes and read so many good things and keep the same stance yeah. over the whole offseason. Yeah. I think I'm coming around. I mean, it's the best quarterback he's had, I think. Yeah. And if oh, you look at yeah. it, just you know, by far. So definitely is is in consideration. You know, I think there at the end of the fourth, early fifth, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, agreed. Um, so still a lot of quarterbacks available. We have Lamar Jackson, kind of one of the top guys available. So I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, waiting a little bit more, but he's an interesting option there. If we're looking at uh, tight end, we saw both of those top two guys in Kittle and Waller. Uh, and then if we're looking at running back, uh, I've got Elijah Mitchell, AJ Dillon, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, wide receiver. Uh, we have Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Darnell Mooney, Michael Thomas, Shaw Bateman, uh, Chris Godwin. So a lot of interesting options still available here. Uh, I, I, I don't love Elijah Mitchell. I know you know he should be the one, should be a, a pretty good offense, but I don't know. I've just been lukewarm on him, so I feel like I'm going to look to the receiver position here. Got Hollywood Brown, Darnell Mooney. Michael Thomas is someone I've been warming on a little bit, and I know that there's some news just recently here that he's dealing with, quote-unquote, a little bit of a hamstring injury. Uh, so don't, lo- don't love to see that, right? He's dead to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> So hopefully we see some good news about that prior to the draft. But yeah, I mean, if, if you know, this news came out, you know, if, there, if no news comes out and it's just still there, yeah, it's it's tough to be able to bank on him. Um, Hollywood Brown would be someone I'd love to get here, but I think he's also dealing with a hamstring injury. And let's see, it says he's 100% and healthy, but not playing in a preseason game. So... Notes seem to be, you know, better on him, and I just think he is due to get off to a really hot start, and, and you love to see that with players. So I, I think it comes down to Hollywood Brown or like a Darnell Mooney here for me, and I'm going to go with kind of more the upside guy with Hollywood Brown. I just think, you know, him, Kyler, you know, just really good offense, get him in the flex, and it just gives me still a little more flexibility with that wide receiver position, you know. Sutton gets off to a slower start. You have another guy that you can plug in there, but happy with the two running backs that I have. So we'll be locking in here, Mr. Hollywood Brown. And after Hollywood Brown goes Chris Godwin and Josh Jacobs to you. Wow, that was a bit of a jump on ADP for Godwin. Um, yeah. That's a shame. But it Were you does... hoping to get him? I-, I was. I was actually thinking I would get him in the sixth. Yeah. Um, but uh, it- it's not to be. So. This is pretty easy for me. Um, I do still like Elijah Mitchell in this tier kind of area that we're in. Um, but he's fallen down because of the injury concerns and you know his pass injury concerns and what Shanahan will do in that offense if he's not healthy. Um, so I want another running back, and that's A.J. Dillon. Um, that is somewhat of a strategy that that's coming into my mind is I really like Aaron Jones. And, you know, him being in the top of the second would be hard to pass up. But mm-hmm. if I could grab somebody else like a Swift and then instead of Aaron Jones getting AJ Dillon, that sounds better than getting Aaron Jones and getting uh someone else, you know, Miles Sanders. Here. Mm-hmm. Like AJ Dillon's just like a the top guy to me. Um and same's kind of for Stefan Diggs anymore for in my mind. Like I could draft draft him earlier. I could get Gabe Davis a couple rounds later. Yeah. And have I think another high output dude. That's that's a lot more of a gamble. But uh 
AJ Dillon to me is proven. He's going to get a lot of work. Um, so having him as my third running back, I think makes a lot of sense. So we'll lock him in there first and see what gets back to me. Um, interesting run here. So uh, Bateman went and then Kittle and Waller back to back to end the fifth. Kyler starts the sixth and then Elijah Mitchell and Darnell Mooney, which is a shame. I did want to go back to back here uh, or not back to back. I wanted to go running back wide receiver, keep that balance on my team. Um, Darnell Mooney would have been that guy, but with him gone, Godwin's gone. Michael Thomas, who I just said, I'm not interested in. Um, Amari Cooper, not interested in Juju. I'm, it's funny. Cause I just said last week I was rising on Juju. I'm right back down. Yeah. The, you know, the talk of that being like a long-term, uh, degenerative injury that he's, have you heard that? No, um, rumor? actually I did hear someone talking about like, you know, is it something that like the rest of the NFL knows, but it's not like widespread yeah. for the media. Like that's why he went, didn't he went unsigned for a while. So yeah, yeah. I guess so, there's some, some possibilities out there. Yeah. I don't know how likely it is, but that scares me. Um, you, you could tell I've just been burned by these kind of situations in the past where I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Any, any injury that you've had in preseason or rumor of such just turns me off. So, um, I think I am going to pivot a little bit here. I'm going to draft another running back. I'm going to draft Chase Edmonds here. Um, My first kind of bench player, we can't start for running backs. Um, So I'll have to to fill in a flex spot coming back around, but you can never have too many. Um, You can always trade one FDB, but Chase Edmonds I'm rising on as well in Miami. Um, And I think adding another running back team, even though I'm, I'm off balance at that wide receiver running back spot, I'd be okay with it. So we're going to lock him in. We'll see who gets back to me. I might be losing out on my uh, Dalton Schultz at this point, but uh, we'll see. Lamar Jackson goes. Uh, you had mentioned him in the last round. And then Michael Thomas, somebody else you mentioned here. Yeah. So at this point, um, Jalen Hurts is really appealing here in the sixth round. would love to get some RB depth, but just the guys here, you're looking at Damian Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Miles Sanders. Um, I like them, but you know, you're probably looking at Penny, Cream Hunt a little bit later, Mondre Stevenson. So still some decent options in the next round. Jalen Hurts, I think, is is a positional advantage there. Now, if I'm looking at the quarterback position, we've still got Russell Wilson and Dak a little bit lower as well. <clears throat> so it, it is hard to take a quarterback early, especially because they usually don't. Um and we've got what, yeah, just you know, one, five team, four of the five teams behind me that don't have one. So I, I would imagine Jalen Hurts goes, but I think I could probably wait a bit. What do we have? A few quarterbacks off the board here. Yeah, only two on the back end there. So I think I'll wait at least around here to see what the landscape looks like with um, with four of the six teams behind me already having a quarterback. And look to yeah, so, so we're looking at either you know Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkins, and Dallas Goddard, or going with like a running back or receiver here. Um, receiver Elijah Moore is interesting. I know we talk to him a lot, and he's someone that it's, it's tough because the quarterback situation stinks for him. But you know, with with the injury, but he he just no matter who's out there, he looks like he's the real deal every time he's going out, and even in preseason. Um, you know, all, all of the practice reports deem that he's pretty uncoverable. So he's definitely someone that's interesting. Um, looking at the running back position, man, I just, I don't know what to do with this new England backfield. You have Damian Harris, uh, you have Ramondre Stevenson, 
you you have a read on either of those? What are you, you know, are they both off your board? Are you looking for one over the other? I Damian Harris is pretty much off. I mean, he's he falls in the category if he falls far enough. I would draft him. Uh, Ramondre, I'm interested in, um, but I'm not really excited about either because it, it really could just be a vicious timeshare between the two. Yeah. At this point, given the way things are trending, but Ramondre would be the guy I would draft if I had to draft two, one of the two. Yeah. So it's tough. I, I think for me. I probably am just going to lean with a running back that I think is going to be the lead back based on what we've seen from most training camp. And that's Miles Sanders. He's had, you know, a little bit of a hamstring injury, but they, they say he's you know not serious. He's doing better. And at this point, we still got a few weeks ahead. So, you know, if it's still lingering come next week, maybe a different story, but at this stage, I would imagine he's going to be ready for the regular season. And here in the sixth round, I think this is kind of where you're taking him as your, as your third running back. Um, so I think it makes sense. We'll grab Miles Sanders here. Um, after I take Miles Sanders, we have Amari Cooper go, TJ Hawkinson, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dalton Schultz, Jalen Hurts uh, at the beginning of the seventh round, Elijah Moore, Drake London, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Joe Burrow. Um, so we still have Damian Harris on the board here, which is interesting. Still haven't seen him sitting there. It's one of the top guys. Rashad Penny, Kareem Hunt, a lot of running backs here at the top. And definitely hard to pass them up. Uh, Dallas Goddard is an interesting one as well. Looking behind myself, you know, just you and Team 8 don't have tight ends. And we've still got Goddard and Ertz, but it's a bit of a drop-off from there. So that's interesting. Quarterback, we still got Brady, Russ, Dak Prescott. Um, as well as Lance and Stafford. So I think I've got you know, a round I, I can wait on that position, especially having three running backs and three receivers here already. So pretty happy about that. Um, so I think the move is probably going with a tight end in Dallas Goddard. Now, you know, as I said, don't really love doubling up on guys, but I think Goddard is you know, has a really good shot to be a top five tight end. He's looked incredible at training camp. And, you know, Unfortunately, not going to be able to get that stack that I was looking at with um, with Jalen Hurts in the last round. But uh, there's still quarterbacks available for the next round, and you know if I don't like the guys there, could look back to the other running back or tight end position, or running back or receiver position. But Goddard, I think, is kind of the end of, of a tier break. You know, Hurts is still good as well, but I, I, you know, given the landscape there, I think this is a good time to lock in that tight end and grab Dallas Goddard. So. Take Goddard here after him, Brandon Ayuk and Hunter Renfro. Okay, so that uh, removing Ayuk it removes a little bit of temptation. Um, I, I do like seeing Kareem Hunt here, but I, I don't need I don't need running backs anymore. Mm. I need to pivot away. Um, with Dalton Schultz gone, I'm either employing the draft Zach Ertz and figure it out later, draft Zach Ertz and a young player, or just skipping to Cole Komet or Njoku, probably. Does the and, fact that the three teams behind you already have tight ends? Yes, that plays into lead it. Lead you I mean, to be not grabbing them right away, at least? Yeah, so there's one, two, three teams, including me, that don't have one. So I think I'm pretty confident in just punting for now. Um I'm not going to punt it as long as I I think I normally would in a mock draft because I don't think realistically, like I think there's enough hype around Cole Komet that he's not going to wait that long in a real draft. Um, 
but I'm going to punt another round just because the lack of teams needing a tight end. Um, I am staring down Devonta Smith and Lazard as the guys that I want. And Lazard's going to be the one that I, it's, I really want both of them. I know Devonta's not going to get back to me. The team's team 10 doesn't need a wide receiver, but team 12 does. And he's going to draft Devonta Smith if team 11 doesn't. Um, but I like Lazard because Mike Williams has got injury history. He's got boom bust history. Uh, Michael Pittman doesn't have a lot of history at all. So I think a state Alan Lazard could be like a stabilizer. I draft him all the time. I could come up with a thousand excuses <laughs> to draft Lazard. Um, but he seems like a safer guy to pair with what I consider too riskier. I don't, you're not risky, risky, but on the riskier side. Um, so we're going to lock him in and see if Devonta gets back to me here. Um, Damian Harris, Devonta Smith. So no, he doesn't. I called that. In fact, a lot of wide receivers went. I also figured that was coming. Um, Devonta Smith, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, and then Trey Lance. So that hurts. Um, that hurts bad because Trey Lance is the guy that I'm wanting. Um, so it does. So how many quarterbacks do we have here? So team one's got one. Team two doesn't. Team three does. Team four doesn't. Team five does. <laughs> team you do not. Uh, it's only like four or five left. So there's four, you know, I'm looking at, I'm comfortable with Brady. I'm comfortable with Russ. I'm comfortable with Dak. And then it's kind of like, blah. So will four of them go? Maybe it's just shame. I've been drafting Kadarius Tony a lot and I would like to draft him here, but I think I'm going to go ahead and strike at quarterback and grab Russell Wilson before you can, because I don't think he would get back to me. That's a shame. I really, man, I, I, I hate seeing Trey Lance's ADP draw or uh, increasing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was much more fun in the 10th, but we're going to lock in Russ here, protect him from you. You'll have to tell me if that's the right move or not. Quarterell Patterson goes and then Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think it's solid. I mean, Tom Brady and Dak are there as well, but Russ was the, Russ would have been the target. I think so. I think that was a nice snipe job by you. Good, sir. Um, looking at the receiver pool, we've got DeAndre Hopkins, Kadarius Tony, Chris Olave, Chase Claypool, Garrett Wilson. Looking at the running back room here, we've got Rashad Penny, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard. Uh, I think it's a bit of a drop off after after that. So I think running back is probably where I'm looking and debating between Ramondre Stevenson and Kareem Hunt. I, I really wish we got more clarity on whether Hunt, you know, is going to be traded or not because i don't love the offense but i could see him having a lot of passing down work especially if the team is losing or if he gets moved he could be the guy somewhere whereas you know roger stevenson apparently every, all, everything's looking really good for him in, in training camp um but once again that's another timeshare as well probably a little bit better of a timeshare so I probably lean toward him until we get clarity on Cream Hunt. If Cream Hunt's still on the Browns come next Saturday when we're drafting, I probably would lean on the Stevenson side over him. So getting a fourth running back here in Roger Stevenson, I think, is the move. And then and we'll see what happens at quarterback. Uh, you know, Brady, Dak, and Stafford are also there. So probably one of them here in the next round or maybe the next turn, depending on what the teams do since everyone there behind me has one. Um, remind me, Steve, does it tend to draft two quarterbacks here in, um, it does not No. Not, okay. So it gives us a little more realisticness. You know, maybe one team will, you know, in a real draft one or two, but I for think the most we get part three on I average. Think, yeah. I think it's three. 
but I do wonder how early that is too. Like the most, most of them probably take them a little bit later. I think we have one team that usually gets it a little earlier, but I could see most of them, you know, later here in the yeah. few rounds later, yeah, taking that so. second one. So we'll see how that goes, but we're going to go ahead and grab Ramondre Stevenson here. After Stevenson goes Cream Hunt, Tom Brady, Chris Olave, Dak Prescott, Kadarius Tony, Devin Singletary, Rashawn Penny, Tony Pollard, Melvin Gordon, and DeAndre Hopkins. So both of those quarterbacks go off the board. Uh, a little bit of a bummer there. Uh, but like I mentioned, we still have Matt Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is still there, who, you know, this late in the draft wouldn't mind taking a shot on Rodgers. So I Probably I'm going to wait one more round here, test it out, see if any of these teams want to double down on a quarterback. Maybe Steve wants to go quarterback, quarterback here with his next two picks just to spite me. <laughs> Not happening. I, I don't know if you do Not that. Now Trey Lance going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really love a ton of these receivers, so I think I may go running back again here, You know, especially going a couple receivers there earlier, waiting a bit to get my second and thir- third and fourth running back. Damian Pierce still here is something that I'm interested in. You know, another upside guy and, and just loading up that position. So going to lock in Damian Pierce. Uh, everything's we've seen from him looks really good here in training camp. So after Pierce, Kenneth Walker, another rookie, and Sky Moore. Yeah, so I'm actually looking at my data. I don't have 2021, but as of 2020, it was usually four teams that drafted two QBs. Okay. Um, but there's some inconsistencies. Like there's some teams that will – draft one or two depending on the year so gotcha. it tends to be four but could drop down to three um which is quite a change because when we started this league it was eight yeah it was a lot <laughs> they, yeah, people was. have evolved that's yes, for sure they have they have learned thankfully um but anyway back on the clock here for me um running backs james cook daryl henderson michael carter james robinson naeem hines wide receivers chase claypool gary wilson tyler boy russell gage kobe myers uh valdez scaling Devonte Parker, uh, I don't like a lot of that. Um, so what I think I will do here, um, I'm going to go real heavy running back. Uh, you had said it in the last episode. I'm rising on Daryl Henderson as well. You know, it looks more and more like that backfield's going to be split fifty fifty, um, which I don't think is good news for Acres because he's he's such a talent. It should not be a solid pick. I, I, I just starred him as well, so. Just know that it was a good pick because I had him yeah. on the board. Sucker. Um, so he is drafted. Um, we'll add him to the team there. Uh, I kicked off a run. Wow. Um, James Robinson, Naeem Hines, James Cook, Michael Carter, Tyler Ajayir, and um, Alexander Matson go. Um, so back on the clock, uh, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump ADP here and I'm going to grab... Devonte Parker, I think we got again Claypool, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Boyd, Russell Gage, it could be Myers, um, MVS, uh, Landry, Pickens, Galladay, Rondell Moore. Like to me, Parker's the one that has the most upside out of that group. Maybe MVS, given that offense, but he's a uh, who am I? I got Mike, Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, and Alan Lazard. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, Devontae Parker, I think it'd be the one for that team, but I don't know how valuable that's going to be. MVS, less likely, but high-powered team. Wow, we're running out of time. Uh, I got a big decision. Devontae Parker it is. Uh, we're locking him in. On that note, we do need to move quicker here, Will. Um, a fair bit quicker. Um, MVS goes right after me, and then George Pickens. Yeah, Pickens is someone I've been liking to take a later shot on, but yeah, here in the 10th, his ADP is really going up, huh? Yeah, for real. You aren't kidding. Yeah. Um, not a ton that you know is 
depth that makes me jump at, at wide receiver or running back. So I don't think I'll mess around here anymore. We're just going to lock in Stafford, get that quarterback out of the way. Happy to get him here in the 10th. Don't think it's that huge of a drop-off from Dak and Brady. You know, obviously, those guys could have huge seasons. and Stafford's been more back-end QB1, but so we've got better weapons, so happy to see that. After him, Garrett Wilson, Isaiah Spiller, Chase Claypool, Khalil Herbert, Raheem Mostert, Tyler Boyd, Michael Gallup, Zach Ertz, Russell Gage, and Pat Fryermuth. So now just looking at running back and receiver, just kind of bolstering that position. I haven't gotten a receiver in a little while here, so it's probably the one I'm looking at. Uh, I'm not Parker would have been nice. He was someone I was thinking about, but he goes off the board. So we're looking at Jacoby Myers, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay, Rondale Moore, TJ Chark, Julio. Um, someone that I've been rising a little bit on you know, from Camp News is Ricky Jahan Dodson from Washington. He's, you know, been someone that people haven't been high on just because of the Washington situation, but he has been said to be, you know, exactly as advertised in camp. Looks great. Looks as a clear cut second wide receiver option there. And, you know, not thrilled about the offense as a whole, but as opposed to spending an, or what does that be? A late third round pick on Terry McLaurin. I would rather get the second option there that I think is still going to be viable here in the 11th round. Um, now, obviously, did go heavy wide receiver early, so kind of discounted it late here, so do need to get some additional options at the position. But locking in Jahan Dotson here is my fourth receiver. After him, Kenny Gainwell and Hunter Henry. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I now stand alone as the only team without a tight end. Um, so you're going to so- wait forever? I'm not going to wait forever. I won't use it for this pick uh, because I'll just play the turn um, and then I'll draft Cole Komet with my 12th pick. Um, sitting in the 11th, I'm, I'm needing to load up on some wide receivers here. Uh, Rondell Moore is interesting given he could start off on a, a hot start with Hopkins out. You know, like you said, uh, they say Hollywood's 100%, but hammy issues, they can linger. Um, could take a shot on Kenny Galladay, maybe putting it back together. DJ Chark has been interesting. Julio, we talked about last week as someone rising on. Um, I think I would probably roll the dice on DJ Chark, though. I think I believe in him more than I do Rondell Moore. I think Rondell's just going to end up being a gadget guy that doesn't really amount to anything from a fantasy standpoint. Where Chark, I think, could, uh, could garbage time his way to being relevant. Um, we've seen good stuff from him in the past. So we're going to lock in Mr. Chark there. Rashad White, Jacoby Myers, Ronald Jones, right out the 11th. JD McKissick, Sonny Michelle, Daryl Williams in the 12th. I'll lock in Mr. Komet now. Get him out of the way. Marlon Mack and Jamal Williams is up. All right. So we're staying on the running back and receiver train here. Running backs, Brian Robinson, Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Deontay Foreman, Zemir White. Boston Scott, Chuba Hubbard. Um, so, you know, some later options there. Uh, given that I've got Trotter Williams, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, and Damian Pierce already, I think I probably want to lock in a fifth receiver here and then you know, kind of just go best available from there. There's some later running backs that I like as well. So running a receiver, we're looking at Travis Landry, Kenny Galladay, Rondale Moore, Julio, Corey Davis, Nico Collins. Uh, Michael Hardman is an interesting late round option here for me. Uh, KJ Osborne, another one, obviously 
you know, with Justin Jefferson wouldn't make sense, but he's someone that I do like usually here in the late rounds. Uh, and, and even uh, KJ Hamler, you know, had I not had Cortland Sutton, so just some late round call outs there. Um, for me, I think it is taking a shot on a Kansas City receiver and Nicole Hardman. Uh, it's, you know, a lot of these guys are just kind of safer options, but you know, maybe Nico Collins is kind of a nice upside play, but I don't really see a ton of upside in a lot of these other guys, whereas Miko Hardman, you know, they drafted him to be the next Tyreek Hill. Obviously, they haven't needed him to do that, and he hasn't really showed a ton of flashes here and there, but maybe this is the year he puts it together and, you know, has to be relied on more. So I'm going to take a shot here on Miko Hardman, grab him as my fifth receiver. After him, got a run of running backs here. Brian Robinson, Gus Edwards, Deonta Foreman, Zamir White, Mark Ingram to end the 12th round. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Miles Gaskin, Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, and Dawson Knox. So a couple of quarterbacks going there in the 13th round as well. Looking back here at the running back and receiver position, not really in love with a lot of the receivers here. The one guy I think that could be interesting is like a, a rookie in Christian Watson. I know he's hurt early off on in camp, but I believe he came back about a week ago. So we'll see if he gets up to speed. Um, but I think it's, you know, once again, that Green Bay receiver room and the Kansas City receiver room are guys that I like taking shots on late here to see if you can get the guy. So we're going to lock in Christian Watson to bolster the receiver room here for my team as well. After him, we've got Jarvis Landry and Evan Ingram. Yeah, so taking a look, uh, there's really not a lot in the wide receiver grouping that I'm liking. Uh, Kenyon Drake's here. I don't know if you heard. He's a cut candidate, apparently. Um, indeed. Um, but I'm sitting with five uh, running backs. I'm not really interested in any of them. Maybe taking a shot on Terry Davis Price because he's getting some good uh, reports. Or the, uh, the Kansas City dudes here. Isaiah Pachicho? Pacho? Oh, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, I think. Pacheco, yeah, there you go. Um, I think I actually will take the shot on him here. Um, I don't think he's going to be anything. Um, but it's the 13th round. He's a running back, and he's on the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, I'll throw the dart. Why not? Um, I don't think he'd get here in a real draft. I think somebody would probably jump and grab him. Yeah, see that name. Exactly, yeah. Um, Julio goes right after, which is a shame because I was going to look at him. Rondell Moore goes. Another, you know, I would have considered him late. Uh, Beckham goes. Uh, more quarterbacks. I I do not recall them ever really going to quarterback. Just a handful of teams, but a lot did on this one. Uh, yeah. Zach Williams, Mike Kosicki, Tua. Um, so sitting here with my last pick, you know, Wondell Robinson's interesting because he's getting a lot of praise. I just, I'm not sure how what's going to translate to for fantasy. Um, I think I'll stick with the same team and, and draft Kenny Galladay with my last pick. You know, we've seen it. It's been a while since we've seen it, but if he can establish rapport and stay healthy, maybe he puts it back together. So uh, I'll, I'll grab him to round out my wide receiver group. Jamison Williams, Romeo um, Dobbs goes, and you are on the clock with your final pick. All right. So uh, late round running backs that I like here. Eno Benjamin is one that I've been rising on. I know we have Daryl Williams on our dynasty team here. And- Maybe he just went, but you know he's still there. But Eno is said to be, you know, they're they're uh, right now the guy as as the RB two. Um, so we'll see if you know if Keontae Ingram, Daryl Williams are guys that can supplant him. But it sounds like he, you know, has really turned a corner this year. So 
definitely a, a late round running back option I like. And looking at the receiver position, um, a guy in Jalen Tolbert is another one that I like. And given that you know, I, I want to get some more depth at receiver, you know, went with a few there in a row. I'm going to go with another receiver, you know, load up there, see if one or two of them pop. And if the other ones don't, you know, can use that as options for cuts for the waiver wire. So we're going to lock in Jalen Tolbert here. Uh, after Tolbert, get back to the draft board here. We got Justin Fields, Boston Scott, Alberto, Alec Pierce, and Tyler Algier. Not that it matters, but you check that stupid grade thing. Yes, I got a C plus. Man, I don't, I don't like this. So I got an A minus. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of these high grades, and you're getting a lot of the low ones. And I'm pretty sure that means I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> um, ugh, woof. Anyway, uh, grades don't matter. Don't pay attention to them. Um, Will, you are uh, you drafted first from the sixth spot. So how about you go ahead and run down your team? Yeah, so we've got Matt Stafford at quarterback. Running back, we got Javante Williams, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Ramon J. Stevenson, and Damian Pierce. At the receiver position, Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Marquise Brown, Jahan Dotson, Nicole Hardman, Christian Watson, Jalen Tolbert, and then at tight end, Dallas Goddard. Um, it's okay. I think, you know, C makes sense. I don't love the team. And once again, this is a 12-team. I think it's been a while since we've done a 12-teamer. Um, you're doing these 10 and 8 teams and finding that you like your team a lot more, I feel like. Um, this one, I think, it, you know, satisfied, but probably could have went different on a couple positions. You know, the Hollywood Brown pick, maybe going with one of those bigger tight ends or like an A.J. Dillon. Um, and then, you know, being able to go with a different receiver there in you know, instead of Miles Sanders. But overall, uh, you know, pretty happy with the team. Uh, so for me, drafting out of the nine spot, quarterback Russell Wilson, um, running back Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon, Chase Edmonds, Daryl Henderson, uh, Pichicho, wide receiver Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, Alan Lazar, Devontae Parker, DJ Chark, Kenny Galladay, and at tight end Cole Komet. I like it. I don't like the wide receiver depth. Like Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, Alan Lazard, all good. Um, Parker, Chark, Galladay. Like I, I wish I had one more decent piece of depth there, but there's no, there's no area for me to sacrifice to get that depth. Um, it, removing Daryl Henderson, maybe, and <clears throat> I don't know who, well, no one, because there's no wide receivers went <laughs> before that. Yeah. So you know, punting quarterback maybe around and, and adding. Kadarius Tony, Chris Olave, Christian Kirk, something like that, maybe. Um, but I got a feeling you would have grabbed Russ and then Brady and Dak would have went. So then I'm stuck with cousins and Stafford yeah. and stuff. And I don't like that. So um you can always, you can fix wide receiver and the waiver is a lot easier than you can running back. So overall I'm happy. I, I like the running back depth, happy with the quarterback, happy with the starting wide receivers. Coco met a bit of a gamble, but he should get volume. So I'm I'm pretty pleased. Solid. Uh, last little dress rehearsal we have here for our main league. Next week we'll be doing uh, one more 10-team league here. Um, but yeah, only one more mock draft episode here about it. Yeah, almost to the beginning of the season. So yeah, one more 10-team as a dress rehearsal for your home league again. Um, so yeah, tune in next week for that 10-team. And until then, folks, trust your board.